0: Jurassic Park, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're here to discuss Minute 84 of the Lost World. Dave, after the excitement of the uh, Super Bowl trailer, we um, got some other news to talk about. Uh, Chronicle Collectibles have uh, put up their bronze Tyrannosaurus Rex statue, which is uh, pretty much the same statue as the Breakout Rex. 24 inches long, 9 inches wide, and 10 inches tall.
1: It's their new brown t-rex a real brown t-rex would cost um, much more
0: (laughs) yeah it's um it's coming at uh what we got here, $349 mainly because it doesn't have the uh the fence or anything like that it's just on its own little base um Mm
1: -hmm. it is a nice piece though i i have been deeply considering adding to my um by adding to my monthly bill to Chronicle. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, something that's if growing. Keep, if they
1: keep it up, they'll... If they keep it up, they'll, uh, pretty much just be taking my weekly paycheck. Yeah. For my monthly paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just take it. Matt. Just take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of, um... The, the breakout Rex sculpt, like, we had some issues with the colours they put on it early on, but the sculpt itself... Um, doesn't seem too bad and for, for 350 bucks it's a good way to get just a a nice big Rex to display um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I've got the breakout one so I'm not <laughs> I'm not doubling up and they've also revealed too they've got a Pachycephalosaurus marquee, uh, Marquette as well um, mm-hmm. which is it is it isn't a small piece it's 31 inches long 19 19 inches tall and seven inches wide um, mm-hmm.
1: that's good that's a pretty good sized piece i'm i'm cons- i want it because the paint applications on it look fantastic <laughs> and it's a direct it's a it is it's and it's a direct uh it's a direct uh lineage from the original sandwich studios maquette of, of the package cephalosaurus so i mean how many chances are you going to get to own a replica of something sandwich and studios made and a good one at that
0: you know yeah Yep. And even the price, like $400. Um, yeah, that's the price
1: of the Compu Maquette, so...
0: And how big's that? That's one one, I suppose, so that's that's probably going to be about the same size. Uh, the
1: Compu Maquette is like three feet
0: long. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> the one thing I was always wondering about this, it's sort of... The toy's definitely done the same thing as well, where it, it has a pose where it's sort of sitting up much like dinosaurs we see in pre-Jurassic Park. Um, mm-hmm. So that old, that old Iguanodon look of it sort of standing upright. Um, mm.
1: And that's another thing is that I've been debating getting it because I have the big packy toy and it pretty much does the same, it performs the same uh, function, except it also has a ramming uh, action <laughs>
0: feature. <laughs> Well, that's it, and you can get it customized and get it painted up looking pretty well. The mold itself, the mold details, pretty good on that toy. So.
1: Yeah, it is. I've actually seen some very good customizations where people fill in the cracks around the head ramming neck, mm. and are, um, and have it repainted to look like the maquette.
0: Well, that's it. Just because that um, functionality is there doesn't mean you have to use it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's actually a variation in that toy where. There's, the, there's one where the button sticks out, and then there's another one where the button's actually under skin. Oh, okay. So you just press down the spine, and it does the head ramming, too. Yep. The one I had as a kid was always the one with the button, so yeah. that's what I have. Yeah,
0: that's what i
1: go got. But eh, I wouldn't mind getting my hands on the one with the skin cover on the, on it, you know? Mm.
0: Yep. But this is um, this is fantastic. It comes on a little base It's um, made up to look like sort of dirt and rock mm-hmm. on the surface, which is good. It's not just a plain stand. Um, also, it's only limited to 152, so if you yeah, uh, if that's, that's yeah, if you decide later on you want to get it, it's going to be pretty pretty expensive after its initial run.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's that's what really prompted me to get my that copy was because when I wanted it. And two, I mean, aftermarket prices on these collectibles are going to be outrageous.
0: Well, yeah, I shared a photo during the week. Like, you only got to go to eBay and see what people are asking for the uh, like the Breakout Rex. I've seen them up as high as three thousand dollars, which is just yeah,
1: exactly. And that's mm. that's what I mean. How much was the Breakout Rex when it came out? Six ninety nine,
0: I think, or six fifty. Yeah,
1: yeah, six fifty, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's just madness. <laughs>
1: It's quite a mack-up. Yeah,
0: but uh, they're not the only two. They're the um, couple of more. We got. Oh, I'll start that again. Um, we also got two more um, releases that have just come out this past couple of days that have uh, probably been talked about a lot more. Um, first up, the Triceratops, sick Triceratops, which we've seen hinted at before. Um, mm-hmm lying on a, uh, a very large base with uh, some grass and ferns around it, and the uh, mm-hmm. the colored Jurassic Park logo where the uh, breakout rex and that just had sort of the, the muted color logo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of... Uh, no,
1: the, uh, the trike itself is actually sculpted by Julian Romero, so it's a fan sculpt that uh, Chronicle got permission to use. Mm-hmm. And I've seen and I've seen some of the paint ups on the sculpt that he provides and they were fantastic. Unfortunately, Chronicles kind of misses the mark for me. Very actually very much misses the mark for me.
0: Yeah. The
1: paint just does not accentuate the details at all. It looks flat. It looks kind of like it looks like the color of um like copper that has been sat out in the rain for a while. You know, it just has that kind of dirty copper look.
0: Yeah, they tried to add sort of a dirty dirty colour to it to make it look like it's been laying around on the ground, but it just doesn't yeah, it doesn't look good at all. No. Um, Like, you can see some of the skin details there, but yeah, it's just got this horrible bronzy colour over it. Um, again, these being sort of production photos, maybe it might get better <laughs> when it's released, but, um,
1: Hopefully.
0: well, it's, it's 450, so it's 100 bucks more, uh, 50 bucks more than the, uh, Packy, but about the similar mm-hmm. size, it's 30, oh, no, 33 centimeters long, so.
1: And it's a Jurassic Park... 25th Anniversary
0: Edition. Yeah. I don't one of Chronicles. That's why it's got the, uh, colored logo. Um. Probably, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But it's actually, that's a lot, it's only on a foot, it's only a foot, so that's only 12 inches, so it's a lot smaller than mm-hmm. what the, um, the other stuff is too, which, yeah. We've, we've seen production failed, um, prototype photos of it in the, uh, case at Comic-Con last year with some of the other stuff, but, um, Yeah, not so much a fan of that. But the other thing that um, we'd heard after the uh, female Raptor bust had sold out that uh, there wasn't going to be a male, and um, then they've turned around and released a photo of their male bust.
1: Which looks really good. I mean, I like it. There's just a few little nitpicks I have about it. Like, the striping on the snout isn't quite entirely accurate, and for... The price, I mean, you'd, you'd think that they'd be able to dial back on the orange and kind of make the black a little bit deeper, you know? Mm. And these, it, needs a, it needs darker on the black, definitely. And then interestingly, um, I just saw a video that a friend of mine sent me. Uh, it was Stan Winston Studios' uh, thing about how they redid the Raptors, and they said that they sculpt on the male was tweaked slightly. So, I guess I I guess I was wrong. I, di- I didn't know that, that Sam Wilson Studios had tweaked the sculpt, so I think Chronicle's using the female bust and just repainting it.
0: Mm, yeah, I've read somewhere, I think it was on their um, Facebook group, that that was just a straight-up reuse of the female sculpt. Because mm-hmm. um, you you sort of... Um, Post up a photo. We'll get to the Raptors a little bit later in the in the uh, in the show. But um, sort of the male photo you showed, sort of the um, I don't know what you'd call it. The space between the eye and the snout sort of had that um, area, the circular area, it was sort of indented in into the skull more, or had more skull definition mm-hmm. there. Where this doesn't, um, and I really don't like that eye.
1: No, the eye could use some eye, some better eyelids. It kind of comes off like a deer, like a mounted deer head with a dead eye look. Yeah. It needs to have the eye, like the at least the bottom eyelid just curled up a little bit more around the eyeball, so it kind of has this snarling look to it.
0: Mm. Yeah?
1: Yeah. I think it look more menacing that way.
0: Yeah, and being a one one-to-one scale bust. Like, this thing's big. It's 33 kilos and over 60 centimetres tall. It's two foot tall, so... I, I still... I don't know. Looking looking at the female, I'm sort of... It's a pity that's sold out now because I think I'm preferring the paint on the female a little bit more, but they've both got this sort of eye issue where the eye's really open. It's not... It could be closed a little bit more. I'll bring the eyelids up a little yeah. bit. Don't so know, it's going to be hard. <laughs> Give me a hard pick. Look, 1200, 1200 US. It's going to be 15, 1600 by the time it gets here. So it's sort of one of those pieces I really want it to be exact or close to.
1: Mhm. Of course, you don't want to have to uh, pay somebody just to repaint it,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, that's I don't even know where I'd start with that over here. I know people that sort of paint action figures and that, but Doing something like this is a whole new, whole new level. Mm. Mm. But stand by, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it says in-jet on, the, on the side of that chopper. I don't get that. Why? Why would said two teams? And lastly, uh, out of Nuremberg Toy Fair in Germany this week, we've uh, got some Lego news. We've got some reveals of some uh, couple of the Lego sets coming out. First up. Uh, Jurassic World Blues Helicopter Pursuit, which is uh, their standard uh, mid-range helicopter size set with uh, a blue figure, Owen and a quad bike, um, and some reused uh, ACU troops from the uh, first movie. Um, interesting enough here, uh, this set comes with Owen, a pilot, and Ted Levine's character here, which they call Ken Wheatley, which we haven't seen revealed anywhere yet. I don't even think it's in on IMDb. Um, of um, Richard Levine's character, so that's a little bit of a disappointment to me because I was hoping it was Dodson, <laughs> but um, it doesn't appear to be the case.
1: No, actually, I have not seen the Lego review here. So actually, I no, I I saw some of them, but that was when they were unofficially released. So yeah, it's nice to see some of the stuff officially released now.
0: Yeah, and this this set looks better boxed up and. ...as a set here. Um, mm-hmm. And so sort of, it's a $50 set, mid-range... or oh, $40 mid-range set, so... Um, yeah, I, I would pick this up. Um, also, too, we got the junior stuff, which is uh, the T-Rex breakout, which it's just a great little set of... Um, Jurassic gates and a fence. Um, one of the Mercedes vans... And the Tyrannosaur from the original um, T-Rex capture set, it appears. Um, which is just a good little fun set. There's a little outpost building here with a baby raptor and an egg. And a map of, uh, of Islanuba with a... Um, looks like a hatchery location on it as well. And it looks like you get Claire and someone else there as well, so... it would be a good little set... Being in the junior line that I wouldn't mind getting as well.
1: Yeah, the Duplo stuff is looking fun too, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a little control tower with Owen riding a uh, little chibi T-Rex <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a mobile phone. That seems like
1: it'd be fun. It's, it seems like it'd be fun just to uh, have it as a like a desktop thing, you know? Yeah,
0: yep, yep. And that's a little thirty-dollar set. So, just, just great. Hopefully, by next week, we'll see what the rest of the LEGO line's going to look like. Um, but one thing that's been uh, announced, too, which I'm really happy about, is uh, they're going to be doing um, some animated LEGO content, uh, much similar mm-hmm. to what we've seen with the Indominus Escape for Jurassic World, which I, I still love, that little short. Um I've actually, I think I've watched that more than I've watched the actual film. <laughs> but, um, just these continuing stories with some of the, uh, actors coming in and voicing their, uh, Lego counterparts, and just, um, a bit of a comedic spin on what we seen in the films. hmm And it's interesting to here with the Lego sets, um, especially the older ones that they're the box art sort of mirroring the um, what we've seen with the plush figures last week um, with Owen and Blue, and sort of that that brushed silver cage, that steel cage look on the boxes. So um, that seems to be the uh, design design theme they're going with for Fallen Kingdom. All right, anything else on that you want to talk about before we uh, get into 84?
1: No, I think we're good.
0: As we ended the minute 83 of the Lost World. Robert Burke was dead and the hunters have begun to run out into the long grass. As we start minute 84 RJ yells, don't go into the long grass but the hunters ignore him and continue to run. At 83 minutes and 7 seconds RJ takes off his backpack and throws it behind him and yells again, not into the long grass. At 83 minutes and 13 seconds as the hunters run through the grass three dark shapes rise to watch them. At 83 minutes and 32 seconds we have a shot high up, looking down over the hunters as they walk through the grass. Several shapes are converging on their location from different directions. At 83 minutes and 39 seconds, with a shriek, the rear hunters pull to the ground. Three more hunters are pulled to the ground before the group realise they're in trouble and they begin to run in panic. At 83 minutes 53 seconds, after realising the animals are in front of us as well, they turn and start to run back towards the forest in the direction they just come. At 83 minutes 54 seconds, one of the hunters hears a shriek and turns and raises his torch to see a raptor run and leap at him and he screams. At 83 minutes 59 seconds, we cut back to the palm forest where the hunters emerged from before and other groups about to run into the long grass. And this ends minute 84 of the Lost World. And we now, as the minute opens, we get the what RJ was worried about, yelling, not into the long grass. Um, which sort of goes back to um, him knowing that sort of it's a bad spot to be in, even though they're just sort of yeah. chase, being chased into there by the Tyrannosaur, which stopped back at the waterfall. So they've been running for some time now out of the ravine and through this palm forest. As, um, you'd, you'd think they would have looked over their shoulder and noticed they weren't being chased anymore, but... Yeah, really. Um, a pack of scared people being a pack of scared people, they're just going to keep on running. And we get to see a great pan shot here of the hunters running through the long grass, um, sort of shoulder-length, arms up with the torches mm-hmm. shining over the top of it. Um, RJ sort of stops and throws his backpack behind him before yelling again in the long grass. Um... There's a YouTube YouTube clip that I looked at the other day, sort of going back to the original script and um, RJ's motives here, sort of feeling responsible to the hunters to sort of look after them, look over them, being one of, one of the more experienced hunters there, um, opposed to just staying there and letting them run out to their deaths, possibly. Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the long grass scene is one of my favorite sequences in the, well, I mean, it's all like one of my favorite sequences, but this one, if only because the music kind of perfectly captures the moment, mm. you know, we don't often talk about the music here in the, in our show here, but I mean, this is one of those scenes where, I mean, the music is just perfect. That, that steady drum beat, mm. you
0: know? Yeah. Almost like a hot beat. And then, yeah, and we sort of, RJ throwing his bag behind him, sort of, all that information, all the important stuff in there, the, the uh, frequencies and all that, whether he knows he's going out to die, um, whether he's throwing it behind, sort of, people coming behind him, because he doesn't know where Roland is at this point either. Um,
1: no, I think he did that just to make himself lighter, because I think he knows what's in here, and that's why he's yelling not into the long grass.
0: I wonder also you know? if he's seen satellite mapping or anything of the raptors, the nest at the bottom of the cliffs, and knowing that they're going into the raptors' territory.
1: That's what I think, that he's uh, that Ro- or Ludlow showed him kind of like infrared maps that uh, were labeled of which dinosaurs were where.
0: You know? Yeah, if there was any briefings or meetings that went part, or took part back on the mainland before they come in between Ludlow and Roland... Um, RJ would have been there by Roland's uh, roll side, so... But then again, we get another nice pan here. The Hunter's continuing to run. And, um, we see mm-hmm. some uh, animal heads rise up to watch them. Which is great. We get 3 the animatronics here, just looking, <laughs> watching mm-hmm. him run by. Um, and we get a couple of these sort of shots. A lot of sort of establishing just high up. Um, the Hunter's walking through the long grass. Um... Another two shots from the front of the pack as the uh, hunters yeah. continue forward with, with torches shining around. Interesting, some of them have guns up. Still,
1: yeah, those those don't end up being really much used here.
0: <laughs> no, no. Um, and uh, again, we cut up, cut high up um, past them. With several animals begin to move in towards them. Um, you can see the grass getting laid down.
1: Now, what they did here, what? Is that they pre-mode that those lines in, and then uh, ILM digitally uh, altered them to make it look like they were moving.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, this scene sort of is one of those scenes that is still pretty much intact from the original script. Um, they mm-hmm. went out, they they sewed the field, laid all the tracks down, so where they would need the camera equipment to be, sewed the field and let it sit there for a few months um, to grow. And get this yeah. elephant grass up as high as they needed it to go, um, and then yeah, come in and push the grass down where the or uh, it where the raptors were going to be, and put all their cameras on their dollies and away they went. Where I'm pretty sure the raptors themselves are added in CG, but the actual effect of the grass coming yeah. down is practical, which is again just another great little blend of um, real and CG. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
1: um uh, something I liked with the new movies is when in Jurassic World when they hit when the Raptors went rogue, they kinda did a couple shots that mirrored the uh this long grass shot. Like one of when Charlie was attacking the hunter on the grass and we see her tail fly up and just kind of arch. Yep. And really really rubbery, like the uh practical rubber tails that they used in the in the scene. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well that's it, we hear, hear a scream from the raptor and one of the hunters at the rear is pulled to the ground, um, again we don't see it, we just see the sort of the tail whipping around mm-hmm. and then two more hunters are pulled down as well, and again more, there's too much tail wiggling here for my liking. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, the tails are a bit too wiggly. It's almost tentacle, <laughs> it's like tentacle like an octopus. Yeah, they're, they're, more so because we know the sort of the raptor tails are sort of stiff, used for balance so they can run and be maneuverable. Mm-hmm. We've never seen them be this, not pliable, but this uh, flexible, being able to whip around. Yeah. Um, but then it's again sort of to imply that the raptor's there doing something and not seeing the deaf on screen, um, even though we're hearing the screams. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now we finally get the group they realise that something's not right and um, start to run there's more pull down and it's odd here too they've got a it's almost like an air cannon or something a sound effect they use for the um, the raptors exerting themselves which mm-hmm. um, sort of gets played a little bit too much here as well and it sort of goes away from that raptor sound we know and just more into a mechanical sound one of the lead hunters is pulled down, and that makes them all stop and turn around and start running back <laughs> the way they come from, back towards the other raptors that were behind them. Which, you know, most of these people are going to die.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a massacre.
0: Yeah. And
1: then this one guy turns around, and we get a close up of his face screaming even before the raptor jumps out of the, uh,
0: yeah, of I can I can guess that he's he's seen the raptor running through the tracks that they just come through and that's he's screaming at it, <laughs> at it, at it approaching, but the mm-hmm. way the camera's set up, you can't see the raptor approaching, or you can see he screams and then two seconds later the raptor leaps in there and <laughs> takes him down. But um... mm-hmm.
1: Which I love, I love that shot of the raptor taking this guy down, because it's I mean, it's it lands right on top of him, like imagine 200 pounds of bestial
0: flesh just landing on top of you and eating your face off oh yeah don't even, worry, don't even worry about the um, what the claws are doing to your chest just the force of that animal landing on you and throwing you to the ground yeah um, and it sort of it goes back to Jurassic Park we're told they're incredible jumpers um, mm-hmm. they're incredibly fast where it sort of takes this movie where we actually see one leap into the air um, yeah we did see the one leap onto the side of the Tyrannosaur in the first film but this is sort of leaping onto a person. Um, and it's going mm-hmm. to
1: be... And we see them jump multiple times in this movie, so in, the, in Jurassic Park where they kind of emphasize the speed of the raptors, here we can see their incredible leg power as they can jump. Yeah,
0: yeah. and it's going to be Jurassic Park 3 before we get to see them out in the open running, so mm-hmm. Even that's way too brief. But um, yeah, it's just sort of all these things that were set up in the first movie, and now in the sequels we're finally getting... Getting to see that stuff happen, but um, but uh, that hunter goes down, and um, we see the raptor sort of on top of him, eating, solid- eating his face, sort of reminiscent to of Muldoon's death. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But um, uh, where are we? then we cut back to that forest scene again, high up, as uh, where the hunters emerge from, and um, Ian and Co. Start running out as well into the long grass, and that's where the minute ends. So they're uh, they're running into this danger zone. I think they call it the death fields in some of the uh, marketing. Yeah,
1: the field of Yeah. Death or
0: something like that. Yep. Um, but it's just yeah, great great scene. Um, good little bit of horror, and uh, and getting mm-hmm. to see the raptors be these cold cold blooded animals, oh killers. Just.
1: Yeah. They're hunting. And doing so in packs.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: We actually get to see a uh, full live pack here, and just two or three raptors working together, you
0: know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, hunting, party, and gain. Another callback, Jurassic Park. It's not the raptor in front of you that you got could be concerned about, it's the ones coming in from the side. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Anything an else on 84 you want to get to before we get heavy for the day?
1: No, I think we covered eighty four pretty well. Lovely.
0: All right. All right, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. dot com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail dot com. Facebook, the Lost World Minute, Twitter at the Lost World Minute, And Instagram, the Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very easy to remember. All right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. Welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later.
1: Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence
0: to survive, not our help.
1: And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find
0: a way.